We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Steel Talking All Things Arts and Inter- I'm sorry, I'm all confused. Let me start again. Hi, Jonathan. Hi. <laughs> did you just hear that? <laughs> I did, yes. Oh, that song just had the right groove for center stage. But no, this is Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine and Steele, and the voice you just heard is Jonathan Lowe, our in studio producer, and so much more. It's good to hear your voice, dude. Good evening. How is everyone? You know, I'm doing very well. I have to tell you, I was looking into, you'll be proud of me, I was looking into the Vikings uh, announcing the 2022 training camp schedule. And I just thought, I, I came in on the very last like minute of your sports, um, what do you call it? Is it a sports countdown? Update, scoreboard update. update. Yeah. yeah, scoreboard update, which I think you do a great job. I've told you that many times. But I'm just curious, did you take a look at this training camp schedule and what did you think of it? Let me say this perfectly clear. Uh-oh. Um, perfectly clear. Okay. On a normal level, <laughs> and especially with teams that I, am not, I do, not, uh, do not have the big-time rooting interest in, uh-huh. I don't care. I don't care about Seriously? preseason. I Why not, care. though? Because this is when they're getting ready. You can tell if they're going to you know, start winning. You, you can tell how good they may be no, 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 and how no, good they no, may no, not no, be. No, 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 uh, Preseason can be misleading. Um, let me see if I can look this up. I remember there was a season where, and this is just one example, there was a season where I believe the Detroit Lions went 4-0 and in the preseason. You know, they won the preseason. They, they won all their games. It's great. Wonderful vibes. I believe they went 0-16. Mm. Um, let me look that up real quick because okay. I, there was, there, I, I want to say there were a couple of teams in the, in the recent past, past 10 years that have gone 0 for for the season. Mm-hmm. I believe one of those seasons was the Cleveland Browns, and the other season was the Detroit Lions. And I believe one of those teams went 4-0 in the preseason. But I need to check. Okay, let me ask you this question. It says, in 2022, the Vikings will host nine padded practices. Is that um, those the clothes that they're wearing are padded? And I know that sounds ignorant, but I really don't know. What does it mean by padded? So padded practices are when they have their full gear on. Because they can, okay. they will have, they can have contact uh, practices, and they can have practices where, you know, they're they're throwing, they're running routes, 
Uh, they'll have the receivers run routes of the running backs run through the line, but they're not in full pads. They may be like in their shoulder pads. They may be in their in their pads on their torsos, but they don't have pads on their knees and on their legs. Right. And right. so full contact, full padded practices are when they're going to gear up in everything that they'll have on for game day. Okay, good to know. So unpadded uh, sessions, they're going to be five of those. And it says for unpadded practices, they will be free for all attendees, while eight padded sessions will be free for kids 17 and younger um, and $5 for adults. So they're paying for those, and then the other ones you're not paying for. So the unpadded is just you'll see a, the jersey looks like it's kind of swinging around because they don't have all that padding under it. So I've seen that before. Am I correct? Uh, that's what I, yes, that's that's what I know it as. Yes. Okay. So have you been to to any in the past for the Vikings um, for their um, this big event that they do every year about the training camp schedule? Um. No. Um. Uh, no, because you don't care. That's correct. Okay, because you don't care? That's correct. Okay, one more time, because you don't care. You are on the nose. <laughs> Jonathan, when you make your decision, you make your decisions, okay? You stick with them all the way. No matter what people say, you stick with them. Ooh, I rhymed. Oh, sad. So, Jonathan, um, I have one question for you. You were not supposed to be in tonight. I, I wasn't in I, tonight. I, I I I was going to take a trip, uh, but I decided to cancel the trip for now. I'm going to try to reschedule it. So okay, was it the weather, or you just thought eh, just pers- I can wait? Just, just personal. I'll, I'd, I'd figure I'd wait. Yeah. So well, that yeah, I, that was I, I in, yeah. that was one of the things that I, I I just decided to do, and it kind of worked out a little bit for me because in the process of not going. I found out that some of my staples that I go to as far as uh, bars slash grocery store slash bakery, they're closing or have closed. And a couple of them, this was the last week for them. Uh, the One of the, the bars that I frequent closed uh, last night. Last night was their wow. last official night of business. Um like for good, are you saying? Like they're yeah, they're gone. they're they're going. The the people that owned it are out. Uh-huh. They're going to be new people coming in and changing up the the building and everything. So, yeah, that is done. Uh, grocery store that I go to, a health food grocery store. Their last day was Friday. Wow! And I happened to to walk into the store because I went in earlier in the week or I went by earlier in the week when I thought, okay, I'll run in here. I usually I don't get all my grocery stuff there, and I, when I say grocery stuff, I mean like frozen foods and treats and all that stuff. Yeah, right. um, but I get uh, I get stuff over there, and they were closed for the night. And I said, "Wait a minute, that's this is early. They're not usually closed until later in the night." And that's when I walked up. I saw the signs: fifteen percent off. Everything we're closing, and da 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 da. And so that location, I, I said Friday. Okay. Took the day off anyway. Uh, decided to go by there. I don't know how long they're going to be open. Fortunately, I walked by there because and walked in because that was their last day. If I had gone oh, by wow. yesterday, it would have been shuttered, completely oh. closed. I'm so grateful that you found out all of these places are closing before you got there. Did you hear about it from your friends or um, did you, how did you know? 
just by going by the 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 bar I found out I I have stories on my phone news stories uh, mm-hmm. since I have an Android phone if I if I scroll all the way to the left on the home page then it comes up with Google stories you know news stories via Google of stuff that I usually look up and it was a KSTP story that came out on Monday uh, about the closing, and I found that, and I and I said, "Oh my God, uh, whoa!" Because the whole thing, the whole sale, everything happened very fast, and so mm-hmm. that's um, been happening here too. I mean, especially yep. some small businesses, man, they and, sell fast. And and the thing is, I have been fairly fortunate. A lot of the places that I've frequented, whether they be restaurants or bars or uh, other grocery type items. They have stayed open through the pandemic. There have been a couple of places that have closed, but I've been fairly fortunate in that most of the places have stayed open through it. This week was a bad week. Yeah, (laughs) and you took a vacation not so long ago, Um, so I hope you are still, you know, feeling good about that. I can't remember what month it was that you took a vacation, but it wasn't that long ago, right? No, I took one last month, and like I said, I'm going to reschedule this one. Right, I just have everything. to work a couple things out, but um, I, I plan on taking that trip and hopefully one more before the year is out. I think every American needs at least a week or two or three to go on vacation, honestly. I mean, I'm at the point where I need a vacation like right now, and I'm not going for a few months, but I'm really excited that I have an opportunity. Uh, but right now, I mean, like literally right now, if I could walk out the door and get on the plane, that's how I feel. And this is the thing. When we're working, sometimes we don't realize, even if you have absolute joy in your job, all of us still need a break. Really. Anyone that's working, making a paycheck, really needs uh, a vacation. And it's shocking to find out how many people in my own small circle that really don't go on vacation. Do you remember years ago they used to talk about, when I say years ago, I'm thinking like 2015, okay, where people were saying, I, I, need, I need to go on vacation, but if I, if I go for three weeks and I come back, my desk is going to be a mess. I'm going to be overworked for months. You know, I got to do catch-up, and I'd just rather just stay home, you know, or stay at work. I'll, I'll go on vacation for a week and then come back. I've, I've had, heard that from so many people, and I think that's tragic. I don't know why um, this happens. People, when you have a vacation like in, in Spain or in Paris, you know, like Spain, they take a, what is it called? Not a hiatus, but it's a, not, I can't remember. They, um, what no, is you're it? You're not talking about S? siestas? Siesta, thank you. Yep, siestas. And when they take a siesta, it's for real. It is for real. In fact, you know, it's like mandatory, okay? Mandatory. So, oh, I wish we could all do it that way here in the United States, but we don't. So I love that you are still trying to get this through so you can make sure that you get the experience you want. And that's what I'm looking for, too. I need a vacation, seriously. And in just a few more months, man, I'm excited about that. So do you believe every person working should have more than two weeks off or at least two weeks off? Because not everybody does. Um. I'm. I guess I'm okay with the notion that you work your way up to two weeks. I, I don't. I don't know if you want to say give the 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 person that comes in off the street or, or is a new person training into that role. I don't know if you want to give them two weeks right away, but I don't think it should take you 
five to ten years to get two weeks off either. I think yeah. I think once you establish yourself for a year, maybe two, you I, I think it's safe to say that you can trust that person to get those two to give them the, those two weeks, mm-hmm. and maybe you get a week the first year, maybe two years. So I I, I understand trying to work up to it and not give and, and like us, we're part time. Uh, employees here. Right, right. And so that also factors in. So are you full-time? Are you part-time? How long have you been in that particular business? Um, Those are things that I think should factor in. But yeah, uh, this is a, this country is different than Europe. We're such a workaholic country. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. It's, and and I'm uh, case study number one. <laughs> where well yeah <laughs> where i i need to force myself to to take days off to take vacations to do this stuff i'd need to force myself to do it and i i don't do a great job of it but i'm trying to get better yeah well i hope you will cuz i know for me i have to be really patient with it sometimes i just have to take off because i'm singing somewhere out of the state or in the state and i just have to take off so you know it's it's hard to try to manage that as part-time. That's not something yes. I ever had a problem with, but here you go. Okay, then before, I know we have to take a break, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay, we'll take that break and we'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. My goodness, it is already 726 here at WCCO. And as Jonathan and I have been talking like we do on most Sundays, um, I have to tell you, Jonathan, I can't believe school is around the corner. It just seems like it's not supposed to be here yet. But, you know, full-time school is coming up, and um, including me, you know, at, at Luther Seminary. And uh, this will be my last year, so I'm really excited about it. Um, my little ones will be back in public school very soon, and I already want to begin saving up for next year's summer camps. And why is that? Well, it's because if you don't, you'll miss out. And another reason is because I don't 
I, I want to make sure that I have the money that I can contribute to my grandbabies going to camp because they're, they're so expensive for the summer. It's just shocking how much some of these camps cost, and I wonder if it's well worth it. I really do. I hope that it is, but, man, i got to save up. I have to save up, and well, I'm just hoping that that will happen quickly. <laughs> it's just like anything else. And, and, again, I know that inflation has been – a bit out of control over the last 12 to 18 months. Mm-hmm. But this is just, it's its going to happen. Prices are going to go up no matter what the inflationary numbers are. It's just what happens. It's uh, People talk about, I, I was listening, uh, leaving um, the station, not Friday, last week, on uh, Wednesday, and the show that follows Henry Lake's show, Lake Night, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a bit of a different slant politically. And one of the topics that the the show was bringing up that night, and, I, and again, very listened to maybe a minute or two of it, and then I was out. They were talking about the affordability of colleges, and and trying to. I don't know whether whether it was worth it to go to college, whether it was worth it to pay all this money in tuition and everything. And I could go one step further. Private schools are not subject to higher education. You have private high schools. You have private middle and elementary schools. I know because I went to them in my hometown. And the, the tuitions there are the same. And it's the same with summer camps. Any of these things that you remember from years gone by and they've been uh, affordable, you know, people might save up for them, but it wasn't a huge, huge, huge tax on their their income. Well, everything goes up. Everything goes up. But it shouldn't. Well, I understand that, that – Schools and ways are businesses, and these summer camps are businesses. They have uh, to keep all the resources stocked and, and facilities and whatnot. But at the same time, it's how how much is that going up versus the prices of what's going up for your income, the wages? How much are they staying in sync? And they have not been in sync for a long period of time, and that's – I think that's a bigger issue than just the inflationary uh, prices themselves because they're going to go up anyway. They're going, they're going, it's going to happen. It's just a fact of life and business. By the way, before we go to break, I did want to mention something. You would, we'd mentioned the preseason stuff for the Vikings. Yeah. So I mentioned there were two teams in the recent past, and I was off a little bit, that went uh, winless for the NFL regular season. Oh. The 2008 Detroit Lions went 0 and 16. The 2017 wow. Cleveland Browns went 0 and 16. They have one thing in common. They What's both that? Went, they both went 4 and 0 in the preseason. I so don't care. <laughs> Remember how you were saying that to me earlier? I exactly. just don't care. See, your not caring coincides <laughs> with my not caring about the preseason. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the Vikings weren't in that. You know, I mean. Just, I don't care. Just, just say this. I'm just going to say this. Don't wish for the Vikings to go 4 0 in the preseason. Don't wish for that because uh-huh. we've seen the results. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break. Is that what you're telling me? 
That sounds like if yes, you're from it is time Yeah, now. I know. Okay, we'll be back with some weather. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Steel Talking. I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. And I have to tell you, our first guest tonight is Travis Barkvee. He's Executive Vice President and Chief Strategy and Operating Office. And I have to tell you, um, they are talking about something really special at a place called Choice Bank. Now, whether it is food or everyday household items, Choice Bank's People First Food Pantries, let me say that again, People First Food Pantries, aim to serve the community. Now, during these times of high inflation, local food pantries and food shelves have been stretched to meet the needs of those struggling with food insecurity. And it's more than you could ever know. I really do believe that. Joining us now on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline to talk about this much-needed food pantry is Choice Bank Twin Cities President, again, Travis Barkvee. And he's joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Hello, sir. How are you? Good evening. Thank you for having me. My goodness. Tell me a little bit about Choice Bank. I have not been into those doors. I don't know anything about your bank. Choice Bank uh, is a local commercial bank. Uh, We have four locations here uh, in the metro, and we also have a number of locations in North Dakota as well. You know, it's quite remarkable how many banks we have here. And so many um, radio stations, television stations, and even banks will do um, quite a bit to try to help those that are food, who have food insecurity. Uh, however, you guys, I, I want to know how this effort started. Is this a long time ago or this is recent? Uh, last August, Choice Bank teamed up with Legacy Children's Foundation uh, to build the little pantries in both Minnesota and North Dakota uh, to help feed residents within our communities. Uh, it's part of Choice Bank's People First commitment within our communities, and we just recognize that there were individuals within our communities struggling with hunger. And, you know, the great thing with the People First pantries is that these locations are open all the time, really, you know, kind of filling in emergency food service gaps when the local food pantry may be closed uh, and just, you know, making sure food is available to those in need. So when did this begin this year? Uh, it was last August. Okay, last August. Uh, so you haven't started this off. summer yet. Okay. Oh, no, they're, they're full uh, and there are Two locations in currently in our Twin Cities Metro, um, one in uh, Minneapolis mm-hmm. by that's on Glenwood Avenue between Venture North Bike and Coffee and Redeemer Lutheran Church, and the second location is in Egan, Egan. at Artwork mm-hmm. on Pilot Knot Road. So can people, you know, I, I've read about Choice Bank a little bit that, you know, a lot of the employees will bring food in or whatever is needed in the community, which I think is wonderful. So many um, organizations are doing that as well. But I'm just concer- con- concerned about the donation process. How do you make sure that the people that need it can come in and get it? Yes, yeah, so they can uh, visit the People First Pantry, which is open all the time at those locations. Um and, you know, it's for the donation specifically, if, if it's something that you're interested in doing, it's kind of all about giving what you can, whether it's, you know, non-perishable food items or unused toiletry items, there's a definite need for those donations. 
And then we have team members that are taking those and then uh, placing them in the People First pantries in the locations that we have today. And um, and actually, with after um, some of the um, news and, and just people hearing about the pantries, there have been other community members that have also just been placing things directly in the pantries. You know, it's similar to kind of the little library concept, right, where right. Um, it really is, you know, just kind of part of the community. And so uh, it's, it's very powerful um, and is, is a unique way uh, to really get back to communities. So with inflation, of course, we know that everything is more expensive, although the gas is, has definitely come down some. Um, but we're still in the $4 and something cent. So, you know, I, don't get too excited about that because we don't know what's next. However, everyday necessities like food and shelter um, are really getting more expensive. You talk about how you can come in and get this. And so I know you need a lot of volunteers, uh, not just the people that work for Choice Bank, but um, so many others in neighborhoods. Um, how do you gather them all up? How do you, do you go from community to community and put out pamphlets? What do you do to let people know it's available yeah, totally. and pl- to please uh, volunteer? Yes, most of that can be dropped off. So any donations can either be put directly within the pantries or um, brought to any of our choice bank locations uh, in the metro. And, you know, like I said, any there's actually a full list of items that can be donated on um, our website, bankwithchoice.com. And uh, so there's, there's lots of opportunity, and we're actually um, looking. We'd like to have one at each of our four locations, and we currently have two, one in Minneapolis and one in Egan. And we also have locations in Bloomington and in uh, Roseville. And so we're looking to... Um, where within the community we could place um, these people first pantries. And so if uh, anyone is, you know, listening and maybe has an idea of where that could be uh, located, certainly, um, you know, get in touch with myself or someone that at that uh, lo- bank location and, and Well, I will say um, we we are used to hearing about food and um, soap and these sort of things that people need every day. But when you say things like everyday necessities like food and shelter, tell me more about the shelter because that's a huge, as you know, this rent that is happening in the Twin Cities and the state of Minnesota has gotten out of control and people are having a very difficult time holding on to their living, you know, holding on to the place that they can go and call home. How do you guys make sure that they have shelter? So the People First pantries are specific to donations. So food items, toiletry items, there really isn't anything specific on um, the shelter component. Oh, okay. So how are you, what are the metrics that you are expecting when it comes to people coming, what what percentages are you looking for to know that it that it is a success? Well, do, we um, within the community, we've been especially after some of um, the most recent um, airing within WCCO. Um, we've been actively um, at the two locations that we have and continuing mm-hmm. to fill those um, on a regular basis and. We know that there are a number of um, 
there are a number of needs. And actually, when you see um, and you go to those locations and see that, that the supply continuously is flowing uh, and the need for additional donations, uh, we you can see the success of uh, what what was needed within those communities. Well, first of all, I want to say, you know, before we leave, thank you so much for what you're doing at Choice Bank. And I'm just curious to know if you guys have partnered with any other organizations or any other banks to make sure that this really happens in the communities that really need it. Continues to happen, I should say. Yeah, specifically within within the locations here in the in the Minneapolis Metro, Legacy Children's Foundation has been uh, a partner, and then within our North Dakota locations, oftentimes we see other uh, community businesses that are stepping in and also um, bringing donations. And so it really does become just uh, a part of each each community. So I, I guess for me, to know that Choice Bank is really concerned about its communities, those not just those who bank at your bank, you know, who bring their money in, but for all of the people in those communities. Do I have that correct? Yes, exactly. Okay. So um, it's really quite remarkable what you're doing. I'm so excited that you're doing it this year as well. And when would you say Choice Bank is ready to, to invite as many people as possible to come and visit their pantries? I know that this is a great time. So um, I, I can just imagine how many people are saying, hey, we got to go. Um, what about transportation? What if people can't get to those two locations? Is there anything, any partner that you may have, like MTC, that may say, hey, we'll take people and bust them to those pantries so they can get what they need? No, but that's, you know, a phenomenal idea and certainly something that, you know, we could look into continuing to expand um, the access to those uh, areas. Um, but it is, to, to date, it's in the lo- two locations, uh, Minneapolis and Egan, um, and so the pilot has been successful, and we will continue to uh, look for additional locations uh, to help support those communities uh, and those needs of uh, for individuals. And once again, before we go, I want to ask you, where do people, how, how do people donate um, if they want to give money towards it so people can go to a food bank and purchase it? Or, or do you um, have a team of people that constantly work to make sure that um, you have everything that you need in these locations? Yes, you can drop off your donations at any local choice bank. Um, again, it's, it's all about giving what you can, whether it's non-perishable food items or those unused toiletry items, there's an absolute need for your donations. And a full list of those items that can be donated, you can go to our website, bankwithchoice.com, and uh, have a full list, and, and you can drop any of those off at a Choice Bank location here in the metro. So, Travis, please, I I just want you to know we are really grateful for another opportunity for people to not have to suffer and be um, insecure, food insecure, and to know that there are places they can go, two new places where they can go, and that this bank has gone out of its way to make sure that these communities can have this help. So I thank you for that. Thank you for showing up for the people that need it the most. Thank you for it. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great evening. You too. 
So here we go, you guys. The bottom line is that we need more pantries. It's amazing. There are so many pantries that have been around for a long time. But the increase of the, f- the food shelves and um, pantries, whatever it takes to make sure that people can live in a-, a better life and not have to be um, strapped down without a place to live, without food, without water and milk and for babies. Remember when there was this big uh, lull in the, ch- the babies getting um, formula? You know, can you imagine But if there's a food bank somewhere that may have some of that powder that would help those children to grow and and live, thank goodness for all of those who donated. It really was quite remarkable. So I really appreciate, again, that is, in case you don't know which bank it is, it is Choice Bank. And if you want to donate, just go to bankwithchoice.com. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us. I did not um, give you the locations, at least the cities or um, communities that Choice Bank is in. So here we go. Golden Valley, Minnesota has a Choice Bank. Roseville, Minnesota has a Choice Bank. Egan has a Choice Bank. Bloomington has a Choice Bank. So those are your options. Okay, one more time. We have Bloomington, Egan, Roseville, and Golden Valley, where choice banks are. And please donate as much as you can and when you can. Now, of course, we also know that there are other food pantries in the Twin Cities as well, like U.S. Foods, Minnesota, and Plymouth, North Point Health and Wellness Center Food Shelf, um, and that is happening right here over North Minneapolis, Groveland Emergency Food Shelf in Minneapolis, CES Food Shelf in Minneapolis, Simpson Food Pantry. In other words, there are so many of these food shelves that are helping people in so many different ways, whether it's the Aliveness Project Food Shelf for people living with HIV, right? Um, it's, it's those things that we start to hear about, and we know that they're reaching out. I mean, really, the tentacles here in the state of Minnesota, especially in the Twin Cities, are deep and wide, and it is absolutely beautiful how many of you have contributed in small ways, medium ways, big, huge ways. The bottom line is that we need it. Um, I have been blessed with a friend who um, actually gave for Christmas for two years straight all of her friends, about 60 of them, to donate to a food shelf. And for two years, I've sent it to the same food shelf that I know about. Um, And I encourage you to do the same. I don't care if it's $5 you're donating, $0.05 you're donating, or $500 or $5,000 you're donating. Bottom line is that all of the food shelves still need help. And the money that we are able to donate to them, they can buy way more with that money than you and I can buy with that money. So I really enjoyed having Travis on to talk about Choice Bank and what they're doing, trying to make sure that the Minnesotans, the Twin Cities, um, Choice Banks can make sure that they are okay and they're, they're going to be able to accomplish this and make sure that people have it in their communities, even with just these two food pantries, one in Egan and one in Minneapolis. So much to talk about. I just feel good when I get a chance to hear someone say, we're doing this because we need to do this. So thank you so much, Choice Bank. Let us know when you have an update or you open up another pantry. I'd love to talk about it. (laughs) All right, everyone, coming up is the 8 o'clock hour. Don't go away. We'll be back. This is Steel Talking with Geraldine Steele. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.